0: Without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast.
1: Yes, happy Sabbath, everyone on the line. Um, The song I'll be sharing tonight, um, the Lord has put on my heart, it's called Lead Me, Lord. I hope you all will be blessed. It's hard to take the first step.
2: When I don't know the way, each turn is so uncertain. But I learn to walk by faith. But you gave me a promise that you'll never leave. You will lead and guide me. Lord, I do believe. Lead me, Lord. I will follow. Lead me, Lord. I will go. You have called me. I will. Read me, Lord. I will go. Your plans you for me are perfect. I never need.
1: I hope everybody on the line was blessed with that beautiful rendition. Lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. Hallelujah. So we will um, segue to the next part of the program as we introduce the speaker of the hour, none other than Brother Patrick Baker. Happy Sabbath, Brother
3: Patrick. Amen. Thank you, Sister Noreen. Praise the Lord. Happy Sabbath to everyone listening from around the globe. We're so grateful. Just want to say thanks to Sister Charlene. That's what we want the Lord to do to lead us. And um I'm so grateful. And what I have to say is that we're venturing to a a a a twenty one days of fasting. And uh I could tell you that God's people are really excited. And the good thing about it is it's a personal walk. It's not jumping on the bandwagon. It's a personal walk. And um, I wanted to do um, part two of the Elijah message because we still haven't seen how Elijah went up. You know, because the Lord has given us three parts. You know, Brother Max, then Pastor Williams, and myself. And, but, the Lord led me to talk about prayer again and just share some experience of prayer. Because the bottom line is God's people really want to come higher. That's what I noticed. It doesn't matter what you're going through. When you listen and hear people's situation, when I listened to Sister Barbara, she said she have not watched television for so long. She recognizes that the Lord is calling her, and many others who are on the prayer line tonight recognize that there's a special calling, and there's so many people that are gifted that the Lord has given powerful anointing, and we're sit- sitting on it, and we're not answering the call. And uh, uh, I'm really delighted and happy to see how people are excited about the fast, and and the main thing is asking the Lord to bring me higher. I just want a better relationship. I just want to come higher with the Lord. And, you know, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful. You know, the week has been a tough week. I've been getting many calls of people that need to be delivered. Many. I mentioned a lady in Jamaica who haven't been active for over 40 years from she was 16. I had the opportunity to pray for her. Very, very, very powerful case that we have to revisit. I have the opportunity of visiting a young man who is suicidal, and he wouldn't take any talk. You can't talk to him. But what I did was pray. We pray. That's what we used to do. The prayer team ministry is pray without ceasing. And we had the opportunity to just pray, pray, pray while he's there talking. And all of a sudden, the Lord subdued him and he sat down. We said, Do you want to be free? He said, Yes. I'm telling you. There's so many people. We were able to visit a woman of God God and anoint her. And it was very, very powerful because this woman loved the Lord. And we are waiting to hear the praise report of her healing. God is doing mighty works, but the laborers are few. But entering into this fast, God is going to bring his people higher. It's a personal thing between you and God. Nothing to do either with the ministry. We may be conducting it, but it's between you and God. We're just encouraging people to really step out of the comfort zone and to ask God to really take them to a next level. Before I open a short word, um, this morning... If you were on the prayer line, I sister Londa did the word this morning. And the thing is, it was a last minute. She called me one o'clock in the morning for prayer. When she called, the Lord impressed me and said, Pray for her and tell her to do the the prayer, to do the devotion. And she says yes. She will. And some people are saying she did not get to finish what she was saying. And tonight I am bringing her on and I'm going to ask her a few questions. Sister Landa has so much to share. And I told her that when she's fully, fully, fully delivered, the enemy is trying to hold her hostage. And there's so many things she has to share concerning her culture and growing up and high-level witchcraft she grew up around that we have never seen in our lifetime. You know, we can't comprehend. But God helped her with her family to keep keeping on. Regardless, they're holding on. She and her husband and her children. And I'm just so happy. So I want to welcome Sister Landa. Um, Just unmute your phone, my sister.
1: Yes, hello Brother Patrick. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath to everyone.
3: Praise the Lord. I must say thank you for accepting this morning and even for coming on this moment. You're always ready and prepared. So how are you doing so far?
2: I'm doing okay. Doing pretty good.
3: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I know you were sharing this morning, and people were calling in, so you didn't get finished. We want to talk about prayer, and we're coming up to a prayer and fast in a 21 days of prayer. How serious do you take prayer? How serious do you take it?
1: Well, prayer for me is um, vital, and it's something that is it's very important to me because um, I raise. I'm with a mother who loves the Lord and that's all I see her doing is prayer, is praying. Like I shared this before, my mother, um, where we live, she um the people around her when would come to her and would even ask her, you know, who what you know, what what kind of God are you serving? I guess that, you know, there, there's a lot of people that they do so much ritual. And sometimes when they're trying to bring the, so, they call it society, like, you know, they would probably like a, have 120 men or women in the society, and they go out at night. They're like hunters for whatever it is, hunt, hunter for people, whatever it is. And they, you know, they will they try to come, they're probably coming and these are they call it witches, warlocks. They sometimes they come from far. They probably come from miles away, like, you know, just um for an example, um I don't know how Toronto to, but 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 let me just simple example. If they're probably like if if they're travelling four hours. From one county to another county, you know they astral project themselves. They can even take their body, or they can, you know, whatever the medium they use, they use because they're coming from one county to another. And there's a lot of paths, okay. So you know, I ha- I'm going to be asking you some
3: questions between. Sorry to interrupt you, but I'm going to be asking you and cutting to ask no some questions. So you say they form a group then, and they will travel. They astral project and they work together. And how do you know this?
1: Well, um because the reason that I know that at an age um I believe I was 11 years old and I went because every year my uncle would go to um to Haiti because it's like a it's like an appointed time at before the end of the year he has to he has to get there there's it doesn't matter if you have money or not if they have money or not because that's a time time they have to go and do the ritual and they call it like um like um like a rendezvous with the devil so they they have to be there they cannot they it's it's, it's a matter of life and death They so they have to be there because they have to perform ritual and they have to like re-dedicate um, themselves they have to bathe they have to do all kind of stuff for for luck and charming you know um by the time they're through this is why if we're not praying as christian we are at a workplace somebody may not even um, have the qualification and they get the job because they're charming, because they've been out there dating and they're doing all kind of ritual. So you may have all the qualification, all the education, and you will not get the job. Somebody else probably just got in and got the job. So to answer your question, how do I know? It's because that um, I, from the area that I, I used to live in Haiti, those they call it ban society. So in English, it's a, it's a, they call it secret society. So they have a lot. It's a membership. A lot of ritual that you have to do, just like just like masonry, in order to get involved, be in that department you have to do certain things, certain ritual. This is why they have 33 degrees. So you have to, you know, it's a ladder. You have to climb it and climb it until you get there. So the bun society, which is the group of society, that's how they, they, they it's like one person could form it. What they do, they would go look for young. They would recruit younger people. This is why, you, you know, in here in this country, even myself, I noticed that um, I don't, I, um, that they have different, when you go to college, when you go to different colleges, right? And you will see certain people, they don't, look, they look totally different. They look, they look occultic, um, Wicca, work, work, uh, they have d- different, they have like a dress code and they have different things. And you, if you're not knowing, you will think, oh, these people, they're just like, they, they're just like different, they're special. But no, it's like a, a cult and what they do, they recruit people. You know, if the person is not really, really grounded in the word, they recruit them. So, in 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 the Bunsu Society, the secret society, the group of society, they recruit younger people in school, and colleges, around you know, in the area, in the community. They recruit them into these things. They give them power, but they do a lot of ritual, a lot of ritual. They dedicate them to the devil, and they become powerful. So, people like that. You will probably they will probably be sleeping and then you walk in into their bedroom and you see them on, on the top of the on you see them um floating, you know, because they don't have control over their body, over their minds, because the enemy has already taken over. So these bunchers you they would come. Um there's a place called um there's a place in Haiti called La Tibonique. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but um and these folks they were living in my area they actually were facing my my home and I remember when I came from the United States and I went to my mom's house and this guy, up he probably did a spell he's a um he's a um he does witchcraft like musician, so he would do some kind of spell and I remember one day he walked in the the thing smell smell you know it, the perfume doesn't it has just like a like a different sense to it and then he came towards me and he gave me a kiss by the time i snapped out out of whatever my control they call it my control whatever he did and he left but the smell still stayed and and i told my mom i said this guy came up to me he was talking to me and he, did, he kissed me in my ear. he kissed me and my mom my mom wouldn't have a talk with him because while i was while he was sitting there and talking to me he was able to um i don't know hypnotize me so when i told my mom my mom after that so my mom was able to talk to them and tell them don't ever mess with with you know with me and with his with her daughter and, and then they had they really respected my mom because when they tried to bring the society the group of society they try to bring them they will dance they will do all kind of ritual in the area in the community but because of my mom that's why they will come the next morning they will come to my mom and said they will shake her hand like there, there's a handshake they do they shake their hand and and just to just to um wait that person like they wait my mom and they know that my mom they, my mom had a a, a greater power, and that power was not coming from within. It was coming from God. So this is why we were covered. You know, this is why this young man he couldn't he couldn't go further than what he did. You know, but yes, um, I, 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 you know, I see a lot of things. I see where witches flying on top of the mountains. I haven't seen them here. I know there's a place in Boston. They in Salem like where they have all the witches and, uh, you know, you know that whole town yeah. is full of witches and warlocks and stuff like that, but.
3: So what is happening to us in North America? What do you think? We are blind, we just don't believe these things exist? I, you,
2: you know, know I you're Seventh-day Adventist,
3: I, so.
1: Okay, I was talking to a, uh, someone and I was saying that the thing in Haiti, we We um understand the culture you know we're fully aware of our surrounding we're very spiritual people we know just like african African people very spiritually people and they're very profound, they know the spiritual um realm, they know the spiritual warfare, so they are totally aware of all this the natural there and unnatural they so they know what's going on. But America, what happened to this um it's totally different what it, what I'm seeing and I shared I said it's because that you see this this country, all God all the gods are united in one, and what they projected they what what they allow us to see just not much, they cover everything, everything is covered up with with pretty packages with a bow. You know, and that's that's the way they want us to, to to you know to know. that's what they want us to see. So we see them, they dress, they package it, they have a bowl in it, like a beautiful present. Or it could be a beautiful flower, but underneath of it is it's pure wickedness. You know? The I believe this is what's what's going on. Even in the in the movies, you know, kids um um Channels and all this stuff, but all these hidden, they, it's like a it's a secret thing. Like everything is there, you are and you they hypnotize you. You can't see it, but it's labeled. When you look at the label, you're not looking at the label. They they just pack, they package it so well. You, if you don't have the spiritual eyes, you cannot see. Like the clothing line, you make it really nice. They make it really pop. You know pop up, you know, they make it really, um, like a trend, you know, everybody's wearing that. It is okay. It's nice, but in deeper, you are wearing something that they already, they already, uh, put a spell on it. You know, pray, chanting over it, and then whom, whoever put these line of clothing on, you become possessed and not even knowing. So it, I believe that it's a way to masquerade. It's a cover. It, you know, everything there's a cover. There's a beautiful package over it, and you cannot see it. And that's why people are not seeing, are not seeing, you know, the real deal, oh. what's behind these oh. things.
3: So how would you compare Florida where you are, the Seventh-day Adventist people in Florida? Do they aware of some of these spiritual warfare or globally most Adventists don't know? Because you are exposed to so much and you are an Adventist, you know?
1: Well, um, okay, I can't. Let me just say this. In the Haitian culture, we are fully aware there's a spiritual warfare that's taking place um, <laughs> every second, every minute, 24-7, you know, 24-7, there's a spiritual, we are aware. And I believe that, I'm going to say it, I believe that all the Adventists know there's a spiritual warfare because they read Helen, they read um, Ellen, Ellen White. Um books they read it because she talks about the spiritual warfare she talks about how the enemy um trying to kill her, kill her children you know like attack her you know she talk about. All through this woman's life she went through she had she was sick. The enemy sent, you know, sickness toward her body. You know, the Lord had to when she when she encountered the Lord, the Lord tell her that the enemy is after you is attacking you. And you know, she know she talks about it. So I believe that yes, seven day Adventist, we know there's a spiritual warfare, but we tend to sleep. You know, in our mind it's not real. Some of us feel like it's like a symbol. It's not really taking place. We we take it lightly. When a when a person like me sharing my testimony just to just to send an an alarm, just to make people aware of their surroundings, you know, and then people what it's so funny. People would look at me like, oh, my goodness, she's probably come out of a, you know, where did she come from? Oh, it's because she's Haitian, of course, they, you know, they, and that's when they start saying these things. And other people will sneak out and say, hi, you know, I am I have gone through certain stuff. You know, this is, the, that's people are calling, can I have your phone number? You can, we can talk and I can explain to them what happened to me, what happened with this, is And the people, you know, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, a lot of, because these people are fear. They feel they don't, they, because they don't have any support in the church, because they don't have that support, they don't, they don't, they they feel like they cannot come to anyone and talk about it. Like for myself, the spouse, um, husband, I have that. You know, I encounter that in my dreams. I, it's like, I remember the last time somebody asked you, um, how do you overcome um spiritually husband. And you said you just have to be in the word. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna read the word and see how I can fight this thing. How I can fight this thing off me. You know? And I tried, it did not work. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what do I need to do to stop these entities into you know into a relationship with me? What did I do in the past? Why I have a spouse-husband, you know, and these, and it's the funniest thing is when you encounter these things, when you have a spouse-husband, you don't have no desire for your your husband. You constantly have trouble in your marriage because you have somebody that already occupies that space. So for myself, when you said to go in a word, now I use the word, I use the word in a different way. I claim the word for myself, and the thing is that we see okay we eat we eat good food like we to just um to make the body healthy you know we eat we try to you know have um have a good diet exercise just for the for our uh, for the flesh to be well to be you know well kept, but are we are what are we are keeping our mind our spirit filled. Or, because i- I feel like the reason that these things can do these things to me is because spiritually I was weak spiritually, I was weak because I would never let somebody else put their hands on me broad daylight but my eyes you know with waking you know you know awake, yeah well mm-hmm. in my sleep it's because i was I was weak in my sleep, I was weak in my mind, and I had to fight, I had to build that. That my spirit, um, I'm not gonna say spirit man. (laughs) I'm gonna, I built my my spiritually life. I built that because I know that the enemy will come in my mind to try to, you know, have these intercourse with me. So I built this time when it came, I got the victory. I got the victory through Christ because I stood up. You know, but you know. I believe that um, I was saying earlier to a sister earlier. We have to be practical Christians, you know. We have to find. We have to read the Word, and it, and we have to. We not only we, the Word will bind in us, but we have to use it as a tool. You know, make it
3: us. You know, um,
1: okay. you utilize the Word. You know, My
3: sister, but a lot of people. Can, like the man who came to Jesus, they said, I've done that. I've read the word. I've paid my tithes. I've done everything. I think um, with your experience, because we kept interviewing you because there's so much powerful testimony you have coming from a family where your grandparents were voodoo priests and you become an Adventist and they want to destroy you. So we know that there was generational curses. There was dedication. And God is teaching us how to break some of these high powers, and you have witnessed many things that people have never seen in this side of the world and It really puzzled me because here we are talking about the power of prayer, and even tonight the Lord is telling me that we need to pray in the spirit and let the Spirit yeah. guide us and I know mm-hmm. you are willing. And God is going to use you. But you share some testimony that really have a lot of people thinking they never heard before. I remember you share with us also about one of the persons that came to your mother's house to attack and they turn into an animal and climb up on the side of the house. When you tell people not North America these things, they're wondering, they're saying, no, no, I don't believe. Is this thing for real? So, it's, it's, but, it's a spiritual work. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. there. Let's see that. Um. Let's see, Brother uh, Patrick. It's happening even in our society today. It, it's still happening. You probably may not encounter that, you know, but it it is happening. Um. I remember a gentleman who um, they they, they I think they were like in a walk work, um uh, group, and what they were doing. There was a young. There was another um, family in the community that was that was a Christian, and they were praying. Because they were praying in that community, the, com- the the community the community was covered. So their their spell they couldn't they couldn't cast any spell in that area, and they found out it was a Christian lady. So they went to after what they did. They they um they made a circle, and then. All of them went inside the circle, and while they were in the inside the circle, they were in tep- um um they were expelling you know calling different entities, and some of these entities they come in the form of animal like bear like wolf, and they will they will cast these um spirits to her to the lady, and these spirits they will take form form of a human being. And and that lady encountered these things when she saw the bear coming at her, and she was a demonic spirit, you know, came into her, to her, and she cast it, she rebuked it, and then because she rebuked it, she had she she used the authority that the Lord gave her, and then she rebuked that spirit. That spirit went back to the to the group and said, "Do not send me to to these, don't send me there." Even though they cast the spell, they, they command the spirit to go to the lady, but the spirit got so angry, violently angry with, towards them and said, do not send me to this lady. So we, I truly believe that we have to sacrifice, take some time and sacrifice one into deep prayer. Because while I was in deep prayer, you know, fasting, God started to reveal a lot of things to me. You know, and um i I know you said that you know I encounter I have so much things, I wish I didn't know these things <laughs> I wish i was I did not know these things, but I thank God because by knowing them, so I can share, and people could be more enlightened no so that are you
3: are are you afraid are you afraid?
1: You know what? I used to be afraid because i I used to sleep with my light my lights on. Every night, and the Lord was telling me, "No, you're not. If you want to overcome, overcome them. Your light like, you needs to turn on, turn off." And I said, "Okay, no matter what." And I, you know what I said? Every night I go after I finish prayer with my family, and I do my um, prayer. I said, I read um, Exodus 14, verse 14. I said, "Lord, this is your fight. This is your battle. I'm gonna leave this in your hands." And I just sleep. I I just
0: sleep.
1: I just sleep because I know that God will dispatch an angel to protect me, to keep me. You know, I know the, the battle Amen. is not mine, it's his.
3: Amen. And that's the key about it. When God's people pray, and because you are in warfare 24 hours a day, and uh, some yeah. people remember you. You know, when you came to Toronto and we had one of the biggest warfare and the retreat, you know, when you came mm-hmm. and you yourself become afraid when you realized yeah, what I, was I, happening.
1: No, I did not know how, you know, the level of demonic, I did not know for myself. I knew that, you know, there's a lot of, I knew my grandmother, I knew, but I did not know that that I had things attached to me. I did not know that. So when I went there, I just went for a retreat, you know, meet different people, you know, people, you know, you know, different people. But I did not understand, you know, when the young lady told me that there's like three altar, three tomb, you know, these are symbol of snakes, whatever they are. You know, I did not know that. But God confirmed with it when I came back. That's when I knew that I was,
3: I was, I'm like, this is a lot. This is deep. This is deep. Yeah, it's really deep because, you know, that left a mark on the ministry, knowing that, you know, there was such powerful manifestation. It woke up a lot of people. A lot of people realized Mm -hmm. that this is a spiritual warfare. It woke up people on the retreat to show them because it was evident and it was uh, most people seen. So you know God is powerful, but God have a plan for you. And you know, as yes, the Lord yeah. uses you, we want you to come on and share more. You know, people are gonna be sending and, more questions to me. Go ahead.
1: And one thing I wanted to address because last night when I call you around one o'clock in the morning, when I explained to you, I hear your voice. And God has, God is very awesome. He He knows where He wants you to be, you know, I was searching because I know that you're very busy and I, and I feel like, you know, I wanted, I I want, I want, I really want to be delivered, you know, so I said, okay, I'm going to search for people that I know who does um, delivering. I, you know, I I haven't seen one in my, in my culture. I know there's a gentleman by um, Johnson Cesar that's in Fort Lauderdale, but he's very busy too. (laughs) He's a very busy man also. So I'm like, okay, let me see if I can go if I can leave the Adventist, um, you know, culture, let me go out there. And I started to Google, you know, I was going to Google out actually was that was on my mind. I was going to send him an email is John Ramirez. That came to my mind because I've heard his testimony. I'm like, this man is really powerful. He knows his stuff. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can talk to him, send him an email, you know, to pray for me. That's how desperate I wanted to, you know, to, to get delivered, you know? So when the Lord allowed me to have that, it, to me it was not even a dream. I'm still shocked by what happened last night to me. It was it was real. Could you share a little bit funny.
3: because we have a lot of listeners and they don't fully get what you're talking. Could you just do it and we'll wrap yeah. up? I'll just gonna yeah. do a five minutes word, so go ahead.
1: Okay. Um like I shared um that What happened to this gentleman, the cop killed that young man. And that kind of like balled in. And, you know, I was having a lot of anger. And the Lord was, you know, speaking at the same time, showing me these anger, you need to be delivered from them. You know, as a Black person, when you see something happen to another Black person, it just brings so much anger, you know, anger, like, you know. So um, that, Was an open door. It was a crack. It was it was a small crack enough for the enemy to come in and baby. So all throughout um um yesterday, I was having some kind of things going on in my thoughts. You know, I said God. I even say something that I shouldn't say, and I had to ask God for forgiveness. By the time I came home, I was purging. I was asking God for mercy and His grace because I find myself in a falling like deep. And the Lord i you know just brought me back to my senses and said, "This is arrogant, this is arrogant, this is, arrogant. This is not of God, this is lord lawliness, it's not of God, you know we have we can't because something like that happened, we cannot really um we we have to look at it." The, as the it's the enemy behind all of that. The enemy causes division. The enemy causes the hate, the racism and all that. You know, so I should look at it in that aspect, but not you know like just get myself so much involved and angry emotionally. I'm seeing like this, this this could be my son, my my husband, you know, so forth. But that was an open door for the enemy to come. And, and then, plus, I was searching to, um, I was going to send an email to um, John Romero to ask for prayer. But now the Lord, when I, you know, I went to bed, the Holy Spirit, you have, I'm, I'm, if, if anything, anyone that's hearing me, allow the Holy Spirit, be flexible with the Holy Spirit. Do not fight when the Spirit talks, when he talks, do not Fight. I, you know, I was very tired. I went to bed. I finished praying with my kids. So I'm like, is this enough? Because I, you know, I'm the one who conducted the prayer. So I went to bed. The Holy Spirit says, get down on your knees right now. And, I, and I'm and i answering the Spirit. I'm like, no, I'm too tired. And it's like, almost like I'm talking back. No, you, you're too stubborn. Get get down right now. So I went and took a short thread, you know, over my neck and I started to pray. And I prayed and I went to bed. Immediately while I was falling asleep, and I heard a voice say, "Come out of her." And I and I recognized that was Brother Patrick's voice. I'm like, "That's Brother Patrick's voice." And then I said, "Okay, let me just wait for 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 a few seconds." That's me in the dream. So that was it. I was I was not fully, um, you know. In deep sleep. So I I, I I was saying to myself, I said, I know this voice. I've heard this voice. I know this voice. I recognize this voice. That's Brother Patrick. But let me just wait for a few minutes and see what's next. And that's when I heard something walking. I could hear the foot walking, 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 and went all around my bed and trying to stay and came face, facing me. And that's when the Holy Spirit you know, just take control of me. And I got up and I started to rebuke immediate rebuke and then praying. And that's what I text you and I said, Brother Patrick, I need your prayer. Can you please help me? And I believe the Lord because God will not give you any dream without without even, you know, give you the translation, you know. It's because that I was probably going in the wrong direction the direction. You know. I I wanted to be delivered so much. I was gonna go and send an email to John Ramirez for prayer. But the Lord allowed me to hear. I believe that last night God did deliver me. I'm not gonna say God probably God delivered me from whatever thing that was going on. I don't know whatever thing it was. God make sure that I heard it was Brother Patrick's voice, and I need to stick to this. I need to stay. I need to stick to this um um ministry. If there's anything, God's gonna use Brother Patrick to pray for me. Just wait. And God is showing me to be patient, to be very patient and just to stay. This is where God wants me to be delivered. You know, if anything, I will be delivered. You know, God will use Brother Patrick to pray for me and I will be delivered. God does not want anyone else for me to go any Anyone, you know, any other place, any other medium or anyone to perform any, you know, deliverance on me. So I, this is what I got from the dream, and it was so real and intense. I'm so shocked by it, and I'm like, I felt like something came out. Something came out, but that spirit wanted to come back, and that's when I jumped up, and I and I thank God for victory for giving me the victory over whatever it was
3: amen praise the lord sister we just want to say thanks so much it's always a blessing talking to you and hearing the testimonies and a lot of people who moves around you understand what you have been through and how much you know your uncle was a a voodoo priest also and tried to kill you there's several and just letting all those who are listening know that your son is there, not able to speak because of witchcraft. And he's now going, what, 18 years old and cannot speak. Hybrid power you're coming under. But God is going to deliver you. And when he delivers you, I told you, that you're going to deliver your son and your son will speak again. You know, um, Amen. I, I, when, yeah. when when you came, you know, I told you, the demon spoke clearly and says, who told you to touch my family? He spoke and I saw the snake in your eyes. But God is able, God maintained, he kept you. And God is going to deliver you because you keep the Sabbath. You're a Sabbath keeper. You love the Lord and he's going to deliver you. And, And you see the thing is, the devil can only do what God allows them to do. That's the power about God's people. Eh? Even though he yeah, trying yeah. to take control yeah. of you and they may do a ritual and dedicate you and you have spirit man and all different demons following you every day, but they can only do so much. They can kill you. The Lord have your back. And I'm just telling yeah, yeah. a lot of people who are listening online to let them know that God is in control. And no matter what we go through, God is able to deliver. And there's certain people I know for sure God is going to deliver. And you're one of them, my sister. And the next time you come to Toronto, you have to come and just decide you're staying until you're free. You ain't going nowhere. And we're going to get some strong people who are not afraid because, you know, there's going to be mighty, mighty things. um manifestation that's going to happen so we have to have people because when you came to the retreat the manifestation was so powerful it's like it turned the whole retreat upside down and they are like do you know who my family is who tell you to touch her you know so but at the same time god is in control as i said and you are god's family so we really appreciate you we really appreciate thank you so much to you yeah and we are keeping in prayer. a lot of people who are listening tonight they have already have your name down and they are praying for you in this 21 day fasting we will be praying for you too we're going to add this some of us to our personal prayer list and I know God is going to see you through so thank Amen. you so much sister Landa thank that's it so <laughs> always a God blessing bless you. and a pleasure Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm going to do just two verses before we close off. And I know a lot of people have questions. I don't know if I should take some questions instead. But listen, let me just do two verses. I'm just going to read it. It's not going to be a sermon tonight. Look at Romans 8, verse 26 and 27. Father in heaven, open up our eyes and our wisdom tonight, we pray in Jesus' name. This is what it says, Romans 8, verse 26 to 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth "helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for, as we are, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth that is, the, that is what in, is in the mind of the Spirit, because the, he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. It's very, very deep, and I wish I had a lot of time to really break it down because what we're doing here, there's the the, the verse that says, the Lord, when he has gone up, he has left a comforter to bring all shoes and to help us, a helper then. God is saying when we make ourselves available, the helper will help us to pray. And he will bring what we need to do. He will make intercession when we can't say any words. I want to tell you that this helper is what keeping a lot of us alive. He's the one interceding for you and I. When we are walking in, in dangerous partway, the Lord allows his Holy Spirit to intervene and to keep us. Just meditate on these two scriptures. Sister Landa have been through a lot. When she share her testimonies, you will shake. But you know what? A lot of people wouldn't believe until when they were at a retreat and see what happened. Then they recognize, wow, this thing is real. But you know what? With all of this, the Lord has given us authority over the devil. Our That's the power of Jesus Christ. That's the power of his Holy Spirit. What a God we serve. What a mighty rock. I'm asking you tonight, lean on the rock. As we prepare to go through this fast, lean on the rock. Allow his Holy Spirit, the helper, to make intercession. If we're not in line to get help, and we don't appreciate help, we won't get help. But when you come to the mercy, see, humble yourselves before the Lord, and when you're going through so much till you can't even utter anything, the Lord will allow His Holy Spirit to make intercession with groanings. He understands the groanings. He understands everything. When the words cannot come out because of that mother, you know, from Florida, that mother whose son is in jail, whose daughter is in jail, the mother who's going through a lot. Lord of mercy. This prior going up, that woman in Jamaica who cannot speak for 40 years. She have all her O levers, mostly distinction witchcraft, she's not able to speak again. Does God have the power? Of course he does. What a mighty rock. Just be blessed tonight. Um, I'm pressing to take just two questions. If you have two questions, we're going to close in five minutes. You know, two questions. You heard Sister Landa. You're on the line and you don't understand spiritual things. And you want to ask two questions? Go ahead and mute your phone.
1: Good night, Brother Patrick.
3: Yes, Sister Kathleen. Go ahead. Praise the Lord.
1: Yeah, I wanted to ask yeah. Sister Yolanda. She was she was talking about um, the scent, the perfume. Um, ask her if she could explain on that because we had that very experience here in Vancouver and I just wanted to know and it's like a, a distinct cologne a, a perfume that you you've never smelted. It. it's not a particular brand or anything like that um can she expound a little bit more um this
2: okay whole,
3: cause I I think will would get...
2: to, yeah okay yeah
3: but just to let you know, when you're dealing with high-level witchcraft, they can take on any odor. They can cause any smell. They can cause pink, sulfur, sweet. Because we have sister, um, um, we have um, a few cases like this. Sister Landa, if you're there, you want to answer. But that's how it goes, Brother, they take yeah. on. Yeah.
1: Uh, Brother Patrick, I
2: wanted yeah.
3: to
1: make one more point. He was targeting all the young women in the church just going and kissing them like she said
3: okay um, because sometimes they yes. can put on a portion they can put a portion on so that it will attract and it will it will break your spirit sexually so you will be attracted to them because that's an incense in the perfume okay go ahead sister Lonnie. yes
1: um it's also a my control where they can hypnotize you. Um, I remember a long time ago, when I was much younger, when I used to live in Boston, they sell these things they call Florida. The name is Florida. They have those stuff for ritual. Um, they have them in a different section, a different department in the store. And they, you will find candle with Virgin Mary on it with different um with different statues that represent in the in the Catholic Church, but also there's a demon attached to these things. Like glacia like different stuff, you know? They will have a little section and that is a Florida. The Florida perfume doesn't have a like a like a like a smell, like a regular perfume. It doesn't smell like that. It smell like something that almost wanna make you wanna have a Headache, that will almost want to make you like you know fainting. You know, not fainting like you're gonna just pass out, but it's kind of like calm you. And they use that as a portion. They use that. They and they and then when they use that, they they also and um they also say a spell. They also say certain code paths, you know, in order to hypnotize that young, you know, whatever they, you know, their their agenda, you know, whatever agenda they have. Like I've heard this young man that how. He could not, um, he liked, a, he liked it, a girl, you know, very much, but every time he went and talked to her and she would, she would size him. And then, and then he went to um, a, a a society, one of the chief priests, leader of that society. And the society said, don't worry. If you want her today, I will make you want, you know, I would, I will make you get with her. And then that's, we went and did all kind of stuff. And the stuff that he says, what he did is totally different. He didn't have to use portion. He didn't, he didn't have to use, all he did, he used a milk. He said he used a milk and he used some kind of, you know, like natural remedy. This is why they use a lot of, these people use natural things, like the herds, you know, they use it and they cast the spell and they use an animal, like a snake. They use the, 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 the um, what do you call it? The slam, slam. Um, they use that from the snake mouth, and the way he he explained that in details, and then what he had to do, he take like a a a, a, a banana, and then what when he cast spell on it, and he said you go to that girl, and then keep it on you. That smell, that odor, hypnotize her. It just it just numb her conscience. And she doesn't have no control of herself. This is why you see a lot of beautiful women fall for certain men that you know they were, were in the right mind. They would never say yes to them, but because they hypnotize them, because of this ritual, these kind of things that they do, they're able to do these stuff. Yes, some um, they use Florida. Uh, Florida is amazing. thing from charming. You bathe with it. I'm not saying for
3: you bathe. Yeah, That's, it's I, Florida I, water. I, I answered a question on that last it, week.
1: They call it. They call it for luck, you know, for women who's after a, a man, they bake with it, and they, they have the powder. And that's because, like, you know, when you go to, to meet a guy, you know, you can smile. There are certain things they can say to put on their teeth. They can smile and get you, like, oh, my, you know, you know, get you under their spell. Wow. You, pretty much you are under a spell. You know, your mind is captivated. You know, by
3: the ritual, they they do. Amen. Thank you. So we have to be vigilant. Thank you, Sister Landa. Praise God. We'll take one more. We have to be vigilant. It's the last days, and God's people is going to be hypnotized and go under the spell. So we have the word of God, and we are prior. We are more powerful. But you know what? A lot of God's people are sleeping, and we are not getting it. We're not getting that this is a spiritual world. When you step out there every day, you have to look to see. We'll take the last one. Okay, there's no other questions.
1: Yes, Brother Patrick. I am yes. listening to Sister Lando. And um, sometimes I talk to friend or family, and um, they would just, you know, that things like this exist, and they would, you know, shove, you know, just rush me off. That, you know, they don't want to hear it. You know, people in the church, even some of them was with you before. What do you think about this? Why did this?
3: Well, sister, there's one scripture spiritual things are spirituality designed. And if we read the word, you know, the word is true. There's lots of demons that Jesus casts out. So, it just meant that the people are not spiritually there. Fr- there
1: it's like is they're afraid, that, that's a, that they don't want to hear it, that like they don't want to, you know.
3: Right, they're spiritually to- blind. They're spiritually blinded. If you talk to Sister Landa and many others that we work with, as a matter of fact, w- when you, call, when you watch tomorrow's program, make mm-hmm. sure you you call somebody and tell them to watch tomorrow's interview. <laughs> I was going to, was going to add questions questions.
1: something, Brother Patrick. May I ask you something?
3: Okay. All right. Who is this? You have to identify.
1: Yes. Hi. Good evening, everyone. It's Karen Dunkley. Happy Sabbath. I just wanted to, okay. because when Sister the opened, she spoke about, she discussed what happened with the shootings, and my question is, is why is that only allowed to happen to black people? Like, what is it why we can't break that? I, I just, I'm not understanding. You know, we have the most churches per square mile wherever we live. And still.
3: Okay. You have to ask the question, what happened to Israel? When Israel, Israel had a lot of enemies because they are God's people, even though they disobeyed and strayed, but they were under attack from every sources. That's just the works of the devil. Racism will rise again, but we have some amazing white people that love God that we work with. Oh, and we have black people. That's just how. The devil is going to use anyone. So the point is, devil is going to use things against God's people in the last days. We have good people in every culture. So the thing is, the devil wants to create separation. And when God's people recognize that and stay in the word, trust me, this ministry is going to be the most multicultural ministry in the world. And we're going to see God's people. Because when you're God's people, we don't see color. The devil wants to bring color. So it's the works of the devil everywhere, sister. So what you have to do is just wanna- pray. Huh?
1: I would like to add something sorry to cut you off Brother Patrick the second lady she yeah. said, she was- she mentioned something how you know when you talk to people in church they it's kind of like they don't wanna hear it um first of all, yes, some people are afraid they don't wanna have anything to do with the devil they just want they just wanna live their life, you know whatever happened they happen they pray they 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 are comfortable where they are, you know um and they're calling probably not as much as any other people. Everybody have a level of calling in their life, you know, and the higher caller, the more demon. So, um, and then one thing I want to mention, when you see a church, it's really cold. You have to understand that because a, a lot of mason are infiltrated in the church. And they, you find them in the Adventist church a lot, a lot of masons, and they don't want you to talk about that they don't want you to go higher they don't want to implement 21 days of uh, fasting prayer they don't want to do that because they want to still keep the church in a in a in a cold you know in, you know in a cold atmosphere like nothing because they know that they're all working for the devil they already know that, and then that's the reason most of the, most of the church don't really come higher you know and then for myself Like um, the church that I go to, um, I brought this to an elder. We were just talking. I said, um, "I said you have to be very careful because this is why the church is the way it is. Because you have a church, a mace, not a church, a a lodge. Not too far. It's like from you can walk from the church to the lodge. You think that." Be- the lodge is placed like this. you think the church is not gonna be in that in that cold state you sh- you think that the church is not gonna the church gonna be in that in that state of mind being cold you know people just not you know they're not coming higher they're not praying and the Lord has shown me give me two visions for that church for our church because the people were not praying they have so much they were they have so much clubs. When it comes to programs, they were like, you know, this church has so much programs in a year, but less prayer. When you are not praying, you cannot see into the natural, and, and into the supernatural. You cannot see it. And I and I believe you see, this is why there's a lot of, the church are dried, the church are very cold. You know, you don't feel the presence of God. If someone were demon-possessed, you can't even, let me tell you, it's, I when I when I was looking for prayer, I couldn't find anyone because everybody was afraid. I said, this is high level things, you know, my sister is too high level and stuff like that to pray for you because when I was telling this is what I when I came here from Miami, a demon attacked me in my sleep and said I would and, and literally speak he spoke to me and he and he bit me. The next morning I woke up, I felt the the sensation, the heat, you know. And then I went, I was looking for a church, and that church I was, I, I was going to, uh, the, the pastor, when I say powerful, the pastor, you know, preached with a, with a powerful, with, with command, with authority. But when I asked the man to pray for me, he was afraid. He was afraid. And the thing is, a lot of people, it's because they, are, they have sin, they all share it, um, share it um, they have sin in their lives they're they know that they're not a hundred percent with the lord they are doing you know things in disguise so they don't want to they don't want they want to touch that because they know that the, those the demons can expose them so you know they become very, of, course, there's a, there's a lot of different you know things that that happen that cause these things you know
3: thank you, thank you. we'll take Somebody was saying sorry,
1: something, sorry. the last one. We don't want everybody to just, <laughs> just sister, jump in and go after. Sister Lynn. This is Sister Lynn um, Ambrose Patrick. Yeah, I, question,
2: can you hear me? Yes, I just want
1: to ahead. say, um, the lady that gave a testimony, the special husband, I, everybody must, I just want to say, just believe that's happened. I've seen that before. I know all about that. I've been involved in, you know, a lot of prayer with those type of things. and. One of the best time for praying for deliverance is when you're going to fast, you have to fast before you start praying for that deliverance, and 12 midnight to 3 a.m. Amen. And you will see what the Lord mm-hmm. and to do for you. You pray, you sing, you stand up, and you're going to eat a fight. And mm-hmm. the Lord is going to reveal to you directions and the things you will see but what, what you you will see things that you would not believe and god is going to direct your way to way mm-hmm. so i for me i am getting ready i knew where i was and i the devil you know i will i don't even want to give him credit distraction came into my life and i'm i usually do my fasting the same time we're doing it now but i got a kind of a slack in it in being serious and i think that the lord is this this crash coming up i am ready and the other night i had in my mind because i'm preparing my mind i had a dream where the enemy is trying to attack my family i even saw myself in an accident you know attacking my family but i'm not going to give up because i know this is wartime time and i'm ready for it and i'm just praying for the lord to you know one of my prayers and i'm going back there the lord to make me like anna just make me like Anna. <laughs> Give me the spirit of Anna home. And Patrick talked, um, brother, Patrick talked about Elijah. Those was one of my prayers. Do that double portion of your spirit. You know, illuminate me, you know, uplift me, make me one of the 70 elders. And I'm going back to that prayer for the Lord to prepare me to do what He brought me into this world to do in the years that I have left on earth. I just want to work for Him. So what the lady's saying is really true and when we talk about prayer in church, the young lady was talking about yes, many of our pastors, I'm not gonna call the church. I was talking to someone who goes to a church and you know, I'm an adventist, she's not, she's from the worshipper. And she threw it in my face that you know, we how can we adventists believe that we are this and that? And she let me know that if you come to her church on Sabbath Saturday afternoon because we don't keep the Sabbath. Many of our Adventist pastors are over there in her church with those Masonic people. I was amazed. I was, I, I mean, my mother just stayed open oh, when she said, I said, really? And I just said to, her, said to her, well, you know, all Jews are not Jew. So, in, like in your church, in every church, we have some of them are just churchgoers, but they're not born-again Christians. So many of these are the Bible says so some of them come into the church to take up, um, and the agents of Satan, they're not who they say they are. So we have them in every church. Our pastors are there, <laughs> and they in, they're participating with these and having their luncheon and their meeting with these Masonic pastors for their powers to years, and so now we know that they're not of God. And that's why, you know, the same thing we have in your church is getting cold. They don't preach. We have it in our churches, so, but God is going to take them out and expose them at mm-hmm. the right time. You know, mm-hmm. that's the point. have Amen. So, Amen.
3: Thank you, my sister. And the Thank you. Praise. Amen. Thank you yes. so Amen. much, Sister Lynn. Very powerful. Um, just to mention one thing that when the occult people do their ritual, it's usually between that time, 12 and 3 o'clock. That's why the attack comes to many people that time. So during this 21 mm-hmm. day and please make time. If you listen to the last testimony last week and the Sabbath word that we shared, with the, the, the young child who was in a coma, it was after 12 we were praying when we had the vision that she's going to walk, and she did walk. Mm-hmm. We interviewed them last week. It was after 12. And finally, I want to say um, there is a sister on the line, Sister Monica, sorry to call you out, but Sister Monica from Florida. Um, are you there? just want you to just say hi and what you're going through, and I'm going to ask everybody to keep her in prayer. She's coming under attack. As we speak, we've seen this happen a lot. Sister Monica, are you there? Unmute your phone. That's what we, we are all about. We are family, and we have to pray for each other. Sister, are you there? Okay. All right. I'm not hearing her then, but I just get a message from her. She's really coming under attack with the Monica from Florida. Just pray, everyone, put her on your prayer list, that God will really move within her life and deliver her from all the demonic activities. And it just remind us that we need to have more time again when we could bring her in, we could pray for her. But when we do these things on the prayer line, you have to be ready because we've seen a lot of miracles on the prayer line on this Sabbath night. So again, we're going to take up this topic again. You know, there's so much to share. God's people, our eyes really need to open. What we experience in this ministry is just unbelievable. And a lot of people just don't believe. But one day, It's going to be a great awakening. So as we strengthen ourselves in this path, I'm just asking you to prepare for war and know that as we come higher, the attack may come. You know, people may attack you. The devil will use different agents. But please, keep us in prayer and keep us in prayer for tomorrow's program as we have some powerful interviews and God is going to deliver us and help us. Praise God. We're now going to have the prayer request, which is going to be short. We did not know that we were going to. Listen, I'm getting a message from Sister Monica. She's trying to unmute, and the devil don't want her to unmute. Press star star. Sister, press star star. Just pray that her phone could unmute. She texted me and said she's trying to unmute. And it's a high-level power she's going through, you know, like what Sister Landa is going through are even more powerful. You know, and she's trying to unmute, press star, star, twice, give you one more opportunity, Father in Heaven, allow her phone to be unmute now in Jesus' name. Sister Monica from Florida, you are going to deliver her. You are able to set her free. You have the power, oh God, to send your angels with, Fire to burn and move every blockages in Jesus name. Amen. Sister Monica, are you there? Okay. So her phone cannot be unmuted. Okay. So we could ask the operator to unmute us. We know it's a little bit late, but God is working, and there is a purpose. For tonight. There is a purpose. Okay. So we'll move on to the prayer request. Then she cannot unmute her phone. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. We'll turn it over to the prayer request.
0: Jesus' name. Go ahead. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed.